Let's get this bitch started. I said we got this. Flow stupid, yet the rhyme's so brilliant. Never could you bring the kid down, I'm too resilient. And fuck them biting ass niggas who be stealing. Y'all niggas copy my style like a chameleon. I'm a Brazilian, that's one in a million. Too high for ceilings, it's how I am feeling. What the blood clot? How did all these nug rocks have me looking dumb hot with my eyes all bloodshot? Now that's a mugshot in the making. No need for ovens when you're waking. Bacon, no faking. I only smoke the danky herb. Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. H cubed up in this bitch. Yes, sir, yes, sir. We back with another episode for y'all, man. And y'all know we like to keep shit funky with y'all. We don't like the bullshit. With y'all, man, and this week we just gonna come at y'all off some different shit. We I don't think we've ever done specifically this right here. And honestly, partially it's because um, we were planning on doing a, another kind of episode that we'll talk about later on. That's coming up next, definitely. But due to uh, some schedule scheduling conflicts, if we waited for that to uh, to come out, we weren't gonna have anything to put out this week. So we y'all know we ain't gonna leave y'all hanging. Yep. We're going to still come with that heat for y'all. So definitely thank y'all for tuning in. But this week, like I said, we're just going to loosen up a bit. We're going to talk about just everything, you know, from, from our lives. Just just so y'all can kind of get to know, I guess, us for, for a change. And we're going to talk about shit that's kind of going on. You know, nothing really too concrete. Specifically, we're going to see how this goes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're just, you know, we're just two regular dudes at the end of the day who love hip hop. And, you know, I guess we're going to talk about just a couple other things, along with a couple things in hip-hop as well. Yeah, because hip-hop doesn't, is not the only thing in our lives. There's a, so much more that make us who we are, just besides us listening and talking about hip-hop and all the ratchetness and righteousness that goes on in between it. Because let's be real, you know, I, I feel like, like you said, you know, we're a lot more than just, you know, hip-hop and shit. But hip-hop does affect us in the way we think and the way we kind of live. You know our lives or whatever in a certain to a certain extent so again we kind of just want to put that out there for y'all and uh yeah just just talk about a little bit of everyday life bullshit i'm a fucking uh, <laughs> uh this is what i t- this is kind of like my fucking lame dad joke that i've been telling people recently is i'm a i'm an eighth year senior now because i'm 28 <laughs> years old hey yo first, let, let's just start with that dog because so for those of y'all that don't know man i go to the university of maryland after like six years at Montgomery College. Now, for those of y'all that aren't from the area, Montgomery College is just a community college. And I'm sure that the community college programs are the same nationwide or maybe even worldwide, that you do your two years and then you go do your other two years at the at the state school, essentially. Yeah, but I don't know how... Well, I mean, I guess essentially most... I, I don't know if it's all community colleges, but for sure here, Montgomery College is considered the 13th grade. Because everybody oh. pretty much goes there, right. <laughs> at least for a little while. And that's why that shit's a fucking trap, dog. Let me tell you, bro. Every nigga that, like, you know, didn't want to go to school but still has to because they live with their parents yep, goes to these kind of schools, a.k.a. Montgomery College, dog, because, this, like you said, it's the 13th grade. You literally see everybody that you graduated with that didn't go off to a four-year school, uh-huh. which, let's be real, if you went to Wheaton or where we went to, it wasn't too many people that we knew that went off to fucking four-year schools. Uh-huh. That's just the reality. Whether it be financial reasons or grade reasons or whatever the case may be, like that—that's just what it was. Like I, I can honestly say, dog, that I probably know like two people that from high school went off to go to a, you know, a four-year school. So you know that that just kind of goes to show 
kind of what I guess you know community colleges are in general. But but regardless, I was there for a long time. Now, <laughs> granted, I don't really regret it because I feel like I was able to do a lot of. I was able to live a little, mm-hmm. you know. I was able to get working experience and just understand how to, I guess, uh, the the uh, the job field in itself. It kind of works right, and I don't know. I just feel like that's an experience that, like, you know, like niggas that go straight all four years to school and then straight into the working field. It's kind of like, I don't know, though. Like, I feel like it's like a pivotal thing to understand how jobs really work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and if you if you just if you're just like a you know, scholarship, uh, scholars, uh, scholar, you know, college student, you really aren't going to have much experience other than like a part-time job that, you know, let's be real, like part-time jobs compared to full-time jobs are kind of like a different, you know, animal because at the end of the day, there goes a lot more into being there for 40 hours a week as opposed to just 20 or 20 to 30. You know what I mean? Very true. Very true. Uh, I was one of those students that went to four-year school. Um, I did work while I was in school. Um, not all the times, like sometimes I could only work during, you know, like the off semesters or whatever, but mm. I was also a lifeguard during that point. So it was just like when, <clears throat> whenever I wanted to, I could just pop back up in there as long as my shit was current and be like, anybody need a sub? And motherfuckers would be like, ha, yes. Can you work for me this day, this day, this day, this day? So it was always, it was always easy to go pick up work. I mean, honestly, I've been working since before I was supposed to be allowed to work like age wise. My mm. mom was like, oh, nah, nigga, you ain't gonna be sitting around my house eating up all my damn food playing video games and shit all goddamn day so i think i think by the time i was like 14 i had a i had at least like a part-time job where we used to belong to this pool for some reason my mom decided to join a pool even though we probably couldn't afford it um <laughs> and i mean it was a small pool but you know still like membership but right. uh, but she got me a job because uh, the guy who owned the pool was somebody that we were in scouts with when I was a kid, and they were good friends. So, like, I got the job from him, like, mowing the grass and, you know, cutting the bushes and making yeah, sure everything was nice. clean and shit. So, right. but, I mean, after that, it was just like, what? Like, when I was old enough, I got a job working at McDonald's, but I could only work during the summer because my mom was like, I don't want it to interfere with your school and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And she kind of did that while she was taking care of shit and, uh, for me for, like, the first year or so of college. But then while I was right. in college, I was like, nah, I need a job. I need money. So, like, I worked. But it was only part-time because the full-time student plus athlete so like, I, right. I didn't have too too much time to be working full-time but like um you i mean I, I would say like yeah working a part-time job is not the same as working a full-time job when you're a student but it's still you still learn a lot and the appreciation for you know the way money works and all the other dumb shit but uh but i mean like it's yeah it's a different experience but like i don't i don't think i would have really been able to be a full-time student and work because shit even when i went back for my uh my graduate degree i decided to stop working at a full-time job because i was like i'm not dealing with this bullshit. <laughs> nigga you know what's funny so i'm pretty much i'm looking to go into my graduate program uh sooner than later like hopefully within the next year or so right yeah don't wait and don't wait don't wait like nah, me. nigga I'm, I'm gonna dive in as soon as i'm not gonna stop honestly if i could start in, in the fall next fall i'm definitely gonna do that but um, nigga, I'm I'm just thinking about it, right? Like now, granted, I'm not really too, like I've I've heard people tell me that a graduate program, as far as like the workload and just the the structure of it, is completely different from your undergrad. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. now, like 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 I I I guess I mean because 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 I see people who'll be like, yeah, dog, you just take like instead of five classes, you'll take like three, but it, it'll be like very niche parts of your fucking you know your area yeah they're all going to be specified towards something specific yeah like 
Uh, I remember in my job we had like um, with like a, a code breaking and like um, uh, what was it? Um, it was like like detection, like some type of like uh, doing uh, different types of detection tools for cybersecurity. Mm. Like when I did my my master's program, so you'd have yeah. to take that specific class, and you'd have to take the class on uh, like hardening hardening the struct the the security structure, basically like how they split up networks and shit like that. So it's like yeah, right. everything is gonna be specified. But I mean, mm-hmm. it gets like that the low the hard the higher that you get into your undergrad program too. Right. You're taking no, all those true. you're taking all those past classes that you need to pass that everybody needs to pass. But once you get into it, you take the specific jumps. Like I remember, I had to take constitutional law one and two as part of a uh, political science uh, sci- mm-hmm. uh, part as the political science part of my criminal justice degree for your uh, for your undergrad. Yeah, it's funny how like nigga, because to me, right, all this time, and, and I promise y'all, we aren't gonna make this all about school. Yeah, but but I honestly, right, I thought like in order to get like a a master's in something, you had to have like the undergrad in that as well. You know what I mean? Sometimes you can, but sometimes you don't have to. Depending on what the degree is, you just kind of have to read through the specifics of it. Like, because obviously, you know, they're not going to pick up a comm major and and just allow them to get into a biotech fucking master's program or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, just... Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, (laughs) Just because, you know, their fucking core of what they did has nothing to do with, you know, a biotech core mm-hmm. of what they're doing. And, um, and and I say that being a fucking comm student, and, and it's just, it's kind of funny, like, I promise it'll be the last thing I say, say about school, how, like, people always like to say, or at least this is what I've heard, and it's kind of funny, right, because for the longest time, right, you know, I, I was, like I said, I was uh, in the 13th grade still, I'm going to college, trying to struggle to find a way to finally graduate out there, John, right? Mm-hmm. Finally did. And I was just kind of like, damn, dog, I don't really, really know what I want to do. But I actually really like, you know, the whole communication and everything like that, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to communication. This is something that I actually like and kind of am intrigued with how it works and shit like that. So I did that. And then I'm doing kind of decent, like, you know, you know, getting good grades and shit. And then I hear somebody say, I forgot where I heard it. It might have been like on a podcast somewhere. But they were like, you're like, yeah, you know, like you could be like a calm major. And let's be honest, man. One of the most useless degrees you could have. One of the most use and, and then I was like, damn, my nigga, like useless for real? Nah, I mean if you're gonna be a botanist, then, I mean unless you're gonna actively work with plants all the time, then eh. Bruh, not not even that, right? But for me it's like dog, like I don't know. It, it's just kind of funny because like, okay, well that's obviously not true because I'm sure you can get some kind of job that's better than fucking uh something i guess you could get without a degree you mm-hmm. know let's just say right yeah but at the same time um i i feel like it's kind of fucked up to look at it that way because for me right it was more so a matter of me just doing something and something that i was gonna be good at that way you can kind of get because sometimes you just kind of like need to get the ball rolling you know what mm-hmm. i mean sometimes like let's be real y'all sometimes you kind of in a funk in your life you know you're not really doing nothing right you know you might be a little overweight you might be smoking too much you might yeah. be just doing everything that's fucked up right and uh-huh. you're kind of in the in that kind of like routine of doing you know just fucked up shit that to the point you kind of need to do something that's right and i feel like for me in this case it was like fuck it i'm gonna just pursue this and that hopefully will transfer over to like you know working out or eating healthy or whatever it is that yeah. i feel like hopefully is, is, it, one thing will will give the catalyst for everything else to change yeah yeah so that that was kind of like i don't know kind of how i looked at it and honestly i'm gonna just tell this for any one of y'all like don't fucking even if it's 
a potential future comm major out there. Whatever you got to do to get the ball rolling, man, just do it, dog. You know what I mean? Because sometimes, whether it be school-related or whether it be some other shit, if you're a fucking rapper, dog, and and, and you don't really know or, or, you know, you're kind of too uh, uh, self-judgmental on yourself and your music and shit, nigga, just do the fucking song and put it out there. Get the ball rolling. And sometimes that's all you need. Exactly. Also, it is good to do to if you're in school to do something that you're at least interested in. <laughs> it makes oh, it a fuck. lot easier. <laughs> Nigga, hell yeah! I ain't gonna lie, dog, and I'm sure you could probably attest to this, dog. That there's sometimes in your like whole school, I guess career, that you'll be learning about some shit that you're genuinely interested in. If you choose some shit that you know you're genuinely interested in, yeah. You know, what I mean? obviously, it's, it's sometimes it's gonna be like theory bullshit and like just the nitty gritty of shit. But nigga, sometimes you'll get to a certain point in in your curriculum or whatever, and it'll be like some shit you've genuinely thought about. Like, yo, I'm curious as to how the fuck this works or uh-huh. how this happens and shit. And then, like, like, like what Cooper said, that's when like you kind of like you know you you take tasks on differently because you're actually interested in it. And it's not like school uh, turns from a means to an end to something that you're actually invested in. I guess. Yeah. So so you know what I mean. So definitely. For all the young niggas out there that's, you know, thinking about college, man, definitely. Even if you, dog, honestly, dog, I would even suggest people that to take a year off, but no more than a year, because after that, dog, that's when, nigga, that's when, that's when it's, dog, you you, you fucked up after that. But taking, like a, <laughs> taking like a year off, bro, and just figuring out, you know, what it is you want to do, or, or even going to community college and getting a fucking, uh, a general education yeah, uh, I mean, so you can at least go to community college and get all the pass-by classes done, like all the mandatory mm-hmm. requirements done, and then you can transfer somewhere when you figure out what it is that you want to do. If you think about it, that might be the best option, because you don't really know what the fuck you want to do at 18. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know to I mean? really, truthfully, I should have done that, because when I went to school, I had no idea what the fuck I wanted to do. I picked my major supremely off the fact that it had the least amount of math credits I was going to have to take. <laughs> that's the whole no, reason I chose mine. That, that's why I chose it. I mean, I, I fell in love with a lot of aspects of it, but that's why I was chosen initially. Yeah, no, I feel you. I, I mean, I could probably say the same thing being a comm major. So, I mean, because I'm, I'm fucking terrible at math. Oh, I don't want to do no science. Too. Nigga, I only had, thankfully, I only had to take one science class, dog. Bruh. And I think one math class. Yeah, Maybe I only two, had maybe. I had I had to take biology and the lab for yep. it, me too, and then me too, yep. uh, I had to take uh, mathematical problem solving, which took me three years to complete. So that's how wow. bad I am with math. Well, first the first time I did the class, and the teacher was going over our review stuff, and she said that I had a C, like right before we took the final. I was like, mm. all right, cool. Come to find out, she lied to me, and I had a D, and I didn't I didn't do that great on the final either. So I had to retake the class. I went the next year to take it, the second semester, because I didn't want to deal with it in the fall. And um, the teacher, bless his heart, he was African. I just could not understand what he was saying. I was like, Yo. nope, that's not going to work for me, nigga. I don't understand numbers. And if I can't understand the language that you're speaking, mm-hmm. I'm not going to understand the numbers. So I mm-hmm. said, let me go ahead and just drop this class. I went my <laughs> senior year, first semester. I went up to the teacher right after the first class ended. I introduced myself. And I said, I'm going to need as much help from you to pass this class as possible because I refuse to be here another semester trying to take it. I'm graduating on time, damn it. (laughs) Thanks. No, I feel you, dog. Honestly, man, for for anybody who's been in in them shoes, dog, and you need a certain class to graduate, dog, and especially in this case where it's like some shit that you know you're going to have trouble in, dog, Uh 
Honestly, your best bet is to do what he just said, dog. Become close with that teacher. Because you know one thing I realized about school too, dog? A lot of it, dog, is your relationship to the professor. A lot of it is, dog. Yeah, and a lot of teachers, whether it's at like whether it's high school or in college, a lot of teachers are more willing to help you if you actually ask for the help. Like, yeah. they, like that, that's kind of what they want. They want people to come up to them and, mm-hmm. and, and ask for help. But like most people don't. They'd rather just sit there and be dummies. So, you know. Nigga, that's one thing that, again, I, I've just learned throughout the years is, dog, like, if I just ask this person, they'll just, they'll do their job and what they're paid to do and actually help me. <laughs> Amazing, right? Amazing. You me? <laughs> and, and, and yes, nigga, that's exactly what's going to happen. And, and, and at first, it kind of blew my mind because, like, I guess there's that, that, I guess, stereotype on teachers that they're just going to be like, no, look, look at the assignment again, read mm-hmm. it over. Have nah, you not been re- paying attention? Yeah, have you not been paying attention? Da, da, da. But the truth is, dog, if you come up to them, let, let's say you have, here's one thing too. If you haven't been paying attention, you just come up to them like, I don't know what to do. Then they're going to look at you like, nigga, have you not been paying attention? But if you come up to them like, hey, look, you know, I, I heard what you said about this. I heard what you said about that. But I'm still confused about this. Uh-huh. Nigga, they love that shit. And then if anything, they're going to see in you like, oh, this nigga is actually willing to you know ask questions and put himself out there about some Uh shit he don't know about let me let me fucking help him for real and not because dog think about it dog chances are you're going to be in a classroom with at least at the very least 30 to 40 students with a lot more in like lecture halls and shit like Uh that so nigga if you can somehow gain a fucking spot in that professor's heart dog somehow uh-huh. nigga do that shit dog because that's that's all part of the whole fucking shit i'm gonna be real with y'all dog like that's really it because i've had dog i've been in in group projects dog and oh, i got projects. like an 80 i said group projects <laughs> oh nigga i'm so glad that hopefully after this well not because i'm gonna go into my master's program so i guess I guess there's gonna be group pro- uh, projects then, but regardless, there nigga, might be dep- time... depending. I had I had group projects in mind. Oh, okay. So I mean, I, I'm assuming I probably will in mind too. Um, but regardless, I had fucking group assignments slash projects that I was cool with the professor, and um, she gave us like a 93 on a on a project or some shit, and it, that gave me like an 80, 88 or 89, no, 89 point something. And, and she's one of them teachers that like doesn't round up or whatever oh, the fuck. Wow. that's a be however because i was cool with her dog i realized that my final grade on that project was just enough to get me to the 90. Gang, gang. So, I, so i was like nigga why don't y'all niggas peep this shit dog mm-hmm. like like relationships really do matter dog and and then the same could be said at work the same could be said at work bro like if you you don't gotta kiss ass or nothing like that but just just do the do what the fuck you gotta do at work, and, and, and don't give your boss a hard time. And uh-huh. I guarantee you, dog, if they if when it comes time for, for them to look out for you, they'll look out for you. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, there's exceptions, there's bitch ass niggas and shit like that. But <laughs> but I'm telling you, dog, and I'm sure you can attest to that, dog. That uh-huh. like for the most part, bro, that's kind of how life works, dog. If you're not a pain in the ass and you do what you're supposed to do, when it's time for niggas to look out for you, dog, not. I would say nine out of ten times it'll it'll happen. No, facts, facts, facts. I even say one of the hardest teachers I had was not even a college professor. It was like, I think it was in eleventh grade, Miss Freed, and I had her for honors modern world for history. 
and i remember she was probably the toughest teacher on us but at the same time she would speak with you directly and she ain't pull no like she didn't treat you like a kid she treats you like a fucking adult and i remember mm-hmm. yo the first paper we wrote for her she was like i don't know who told you to wrote papers but all of these papers are shit and she threw them on the page all this time. i was like yo this bitch is live i love her <laughs> hey nah i ain't gonna lie i would have been one of them students kind of nervous as shit like what the fuck I was, I was, but then once, once she like literally, she, I think she just about talked to everybody specifically about their papers and, and she like, she literally was like, you know what? I, I expect so much more from you. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she was the one that taught me how to write better papers. Like we learned how to write papers, I think in English the year before. And she taught us, retaught us how to do it a better way. And I got, I always got good grades on papers because of her. So, but I mean, she was one of those real ass teachers that she didn't put up with no shit. She had on her Mm -hmm. little podium. This, this is not a democracy at the top of the class. So you you already knew what you was in for, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, I'm gonna be real with you, son. Like, it's so funny, right? Because it's funny you say that, right? Because I have this professor now, whom, and, and I've come to realize that this is kind of what it is with people, dog. That people expect these teachers or whatever to be best friends with you and be like, you know, hold your hand mm-hmm. and you know, nah, dog. These people, like for me, dog, it's all a matter of consistency. You know, I don't care if you're nice to me. I don't care if you're mean to me. I don't care if you're a hard grader, if you're easy grader. I don't care what it is, bro. Just be happy if the if the teacher slash professor is consistent with that shit, dog. Mm-hmm. Cause that nigga, that is what I'm looking for. Cause like you know, like like you said, you know, like you know, she expected a lot of y'all. Mm-hmm. You know, she expected a lot from y'all, and she didn't sugarcoat it. And sure, at first, I'm sure that shit was kind of scary, but then once you kind of find out what she's looking for. Nigga, all you gotta do is just do it. Basically, you know what I mean, and and yeah, bro. Now, hell yeah, that 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 shit. I've definitely had situations like that, and it's funny because at first you kind of like, man, if you're in college, you think, damn, maybe I should drop this class. Like, I remember I had this one professor, dog. That I don't know. And funny thing is, I didn't even end up needing that credit. I don't even know why I took that <laughs> class to be honest. Thankfully, I dropped it though. Uh-huh. I ended up dropping that class. But the point is, dog, that. Nigga, I'm convinced that this nigga was like on coke or something of that nature because <laughs> this nigga will come in there, dog, and be like, you know what? All of you guys suck. Damn. It, <laughs> yeah. No, for real. I'm like, I know that sounds mad, like, nigga, it sounds like you just randomly. No, that is the type of energy you come in there with. Like, let's just say if we did bad on a test, like, because I remember I, I got to the point where I had to drop it with a W, like withdraw or whatever. Yeah. Like I stayed long enough, but it got to a point where I was like, nah, hey, I'm just not. This. Like, I don't care if I get a W. I don't care if I get an F. Nigga, I'm just not trying to be in this nigga's presence anymore, dog. Because this nigga will come in there after a test. Mind you, the test was ridiculous. It was like the most ridiculous test you could think of. And it was like a, this was like some stupid ass, like, like, and it was like a movie class. That's the fucked up thing about it. I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking it's, a, it's about to be a simple, easy class or we're going to watch movies and write shit about... Nah, nigga, this nigga was... Dog, he was the worst, but the point is, dog, he would come in there and off some erratic shit. And yeah, dog, that, that shit was fucking retarded. I'm glad I got the fuck out of there. Man. Talk about... Oh, speaking of erratic, for real, for real, and I only caught part of this shit. Did you see the uh, Fat Joe and Ja Rules versus? Man, I only seen... The highlights, as I'm sure you've seen the pretty the much. Hug. 
I'm sure you saw the hug scene around the world. <laughs> I actually haven't seen that. I've seen a lot of the highlights, but I haven't seen that. But I've heard about it so much. I felt like Nigga. I've seen it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nigga, you could probably. All right. Think about any time that somebody has awkwardly hugged somebody and you pretty much have it right there in front of you, nigga. Mm-hmm. It, it was like, the weirdest mm. shit. Nigga, why? Why? You why? See... What was that? Why? <laughs> nigga, all you see is fucking Nelly walking across the stage. And it's funny because... Somebody said he looked like a shark swimming through the water. <laughs> nigga. He knew exactly where he was going. He knew exactly what he was going to say. He probably recited it 15,000 times that day. He's like, oh, what? I'm about to be there? Hey, look, man. If, if To all my fellas, dog, we've all been there to a certain degree, to some degree or another, where you fucking are there with a joint you used to, you know, fuck with, and you might not have a joint, and you kind of curious as to if she has a joint or not. Mm-hmm. Trying to see what, you know, what's going on here. Try to feel it out, suss it out. Try, you try to fill it out. That's all my man Nelly was trying to do with that hug. That's all. That's what I gotta say about it. Cause I'm gonna be honest, I probably wouldn't have taken that approach, but that's just how I am. Mm-hmm. But I ain't mad at it because to me, that was his way of filling it out. Now I don't know if Nelly has, if he's in a relationship now. I don't know if Ashanti is in one now. Ashanti, yeah. Ashanti said she was in one. I heard some some clip. I think it was on the Breakfast Club they played where she she was in a, she was talking to somebody in some type of interview or a podcast. And they were asking her. She was like, they were like, well, is she is he single? And she was like, I don't know, but I'm not. And I was just like, oh, okay. And she said it. She said it with just enough snark and venom to let you know that she was not about to have this conversation. Like, conversation yeah. was dead after I say this, but enough <laughs> to still go on with the interview and be quite pleasant. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look, let me just say this, y'all. Okay, for those of y'all that don't know, for those of y'all who haven't seen this queen in action, singing out in the public, whatever. Dog, Ashanti is bad as fuck. Like, 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 yeah, she was, you know, she was beautiful back in the day, but something about the weight that she's put on mm-hmm. in all the right places, dog. Dog, she's just, she's just looking right. That's I'm I don't telling know how you. To say. Ashanti and Maya are the two women from the night from the early 2000s oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that have looked exactly the same as they did. All they did, like you said, was gain weight in the right places. But they are still bad as fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is that they're doing. I see she got rid of them little curly uh, baby hairs, but you know. Yep. Hey, we all we all got to grow up at some point, man. And I'm just glad she grew up in all the right places. I'm no sorry, boy. Nigga, but, but yeah, dog, that, um, that versus in itself, aside from all of that, um, was also has some funny shit in it that I don't know if you've seen Irv Gotti came out and was pretty much talking shit about 50. Yeah, I saw he was in the comments, right? Yeah, he <laughs> was like, nigga, he I was saw like, like I saw like three Irv Gotti comments pop up while the the little bit that I was in there that night, and I was just nigga, like, you know what? Let me not read these comments because I'm not paying attention to the show. <laughs> nigga, all it really said was y'all keep talking about 50, but. That nigga got beat up by us. He got stabbed up and shot and then sued us. That nigga's not the monster that y'all think he is. Uh, whatever, 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 right? Woo! And it's funny. And, and it's funny because, as they say, the victor writes history. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, what that means is that nobody gives a fuck what you got to say, Earl Gotti, because y'all niggas essentially got shut down by 50. Now, granted, I get that the whole, I understand the whole legal case came down and everything like that happened. I get that. 
But let's be real. Had that not happened, it still would have been curtains for y'all. Uh-huh. That's just really what it would have been just because of the level that 50 was on at that point. It was just really hard for, for, for them to really kind of bounce back from that. that. That's just the reality of it. I mean, we so, see that 50 goes hard now. But back in the day when 50 had nothing to lose and gave absolutely no fucks? Yeah. Shit. Dog. Before, oh, yeah. So you, you already know, though. So it was just kind of like a futile attempt to kind of save some kind of face, I guess, if you want to say it that way. <laughs> yeah. But and the funny thing is that 50 Cent ultimately came out the next day and posted, as he's typical to doing, a response to it. And he pretty much was just like, look, dog, y'all niggas is some booty. I fucking <laughs> shut y'all down. And y'all, he said some more other shit that I can't really remember at the point. But essentially, he was just saying, like, yo, just shut the fuck up, dog. That's literally what he ended up saying. And it was just kind of funny because it felt like something you write when you're drunk. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. What Irv Gotti, Irv Gotti wrote. Because, I don't know, dog. Like, what was the point of that? Like, who who was going to gain anything from what? I don't know. That was just kind Maybe of he was just drinking in celebration that probably all these streams was about to go up the next day. I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope so. Because, you know, let's be real. You know, the, the two, I mean, two of, at least two of the biggest, uh, Artist from, from from Murder Inc. was was Ashanti was, and Ja Rule. Ashanti and Ja Rule, and I guess Fat Joe was kind of associated with them. Made a lot of music with them. To I mean, he degree. made a lot of music with them, but he still had uh, Terror Squad, so he was. Oh yeah, like, you're right. You're right. You're Murder right. Inc. You know. Nah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But nonetheless, but they've uh, apparently him and him and Ja Rule have been friends for like a very very long time. Who uh, him and Joe? Or? Yeah, him and Joe. Ja Rule and Joe. Oh, I'm 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 I'm, I'm sure of that just just based off of. You know them working on music in the past, mm-hmm. having huge hits together. Exactly. So, um, but other than that, to be honest, I didn't really watch too much of it. Mostly because by the time that I knew it was on, they were already talking about the whole Nelly and Ashanti thing. So it was already <laughs> had, it was already ongoing. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I didn't really watch it, but I don't know. I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure that shit was dope. I'm honestly a bigger Fat Joe fan than I am a Ja Rule fan. I'm sure you are too, Facts. just because of the. Because of the whole singing thing, I know you. Probably, no, well, hey, see, also, I how do you feel about uh, Ja Rule? I was never a, a huge Ja Rule singing fan. I mean, it was very novel at the time. Like it was like he was like besides Bone Thugs, he was literally the only one out here like singing on tracks and shit. So I mean, I didn't I didn't have so much of a problem with it because of course no auto tune. Ja Rule never used auto tune, mm-hmm. but and so. I mean, I don't really care, like I said, but I mean, he really, really did. Uh, he it wasn't a huge part of his repertoire. Like he wasn't singing li- lyrics in the in the in the verse. He would sing the chorus, which was cool with me. I don't care about singing the chorus. Like everybody sings choruses, that's fine, whatever, whatever. But when it's of course more like the Drakes, when you're trying to sing an entire verse to me, I don't I don't need all that. Like that's that's cool. But also at the same time. Ja Rule kind of juxtaposed his singing on a lot of shit because he had a, always had a female vocalist with him that was killing it on the track. So even even um even what's that joint called? Your lips, your eyes. Mm-hmm. Like you, you have the the girl saying love Ashanti, when you yeah, love, love it when you kiss me, yeah, baby. Yeah. So so like you said, it's a it's a good juxtaposition between pretty shitty singing. <laughs> And pretty decent singing. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I always say, so, like, nigga, I know you can't sing. Cool. Sing a little bit of the hook, but bring somebody in that can actually blow to tear it down. No, you know what you, I'm saying? You, you, you're right. You're right. And, and honestly, that kind of works. And, and and honest, obviously, it did just based off of, you know, history and everything, how it went down. Yeah. So, But I will tell you, know, you, like, the little bit that I saw, because I probably only watched it for, like, maybe 20 minutes. 
Cause like like I said, like I'm cool with Fat Joe, but like I don't like a lot of Fat Joe new shit. Uh, like all my all my Fat Joe songs are old. <laughs> They're all like '98 and and older than that. So, um, so you wasn't a fan of uh you wasn't a fan of Lean Back, I'm guessing. I mean, I was a fan of it, but mostly because you know that was college drunk days. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nigga, it, it holds a special place in me, my heart. <laughs> you can't tell me. You cannot tell me there wasn't a time in your college career where you didn't walk into a party and Lean Back was playing, and you had. Whatever the fuck niggas was drinking at that point. Look, I realized that Lean Back may not be one of the best songs that was ever created. But when when the Remy's in the system, <laughs> ain't no nigga, telling, nigga. <laughs> so, for some reason, when that plays. I'm going to tell you, I still feel it to this day. Like, I mean, there is a plenty of rap songs that I love that really ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody, we have a lot of songs that we love that ain't shit. Of course. But, like, and that is definitely one of the songs I fuck with. I Lean Back was my shit when it came out. I will still rock with it to this day. In fact, I listened to it probably three days ago because it came on the fucking, uh, one of the Spotify jumps I was playing. It came up randomly. No, like, I mean, I love that song. But again, like, I will say that holds a special place in my life because that shit came out when I was in my my drunk ratchet phase. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Thanks. it's just like Lil John the Eastside Boys. I know that music is trash, and yet I still have an affinity for it when it comes on, especially if I've had a few. See, right, this is where I'm going to disagree with you because I don't think it's trash. I just think it's different and i feel yeah, like it's the, party music it's party music that's really what it is music. it wasn't it wasn't meant to be out here like nas dropping knowledge or completely ridiculously lyrical like jay-z and shit you know what i'm saying it wasn't built for that it was built for niggas to have a good time there's always been that nigga marky mark and the funky bunch the good vibrations white boy rapping that was that same shit too ice ice baby that was that shit too mc mm-hmm. hammer don't hurt him all that shit was fucking party hip-hop music a lot of people talk shit about it but like it it had its time it had its purpose yeah. and there's still music that comes out like that now like you know what i'm saying like every every type of music does have its purpose whether you like it or not not yeah. everything is gonna be like 20 years down the line thought about the most lyrical shit ever no like there's gonna be for every jay-z there's gonna be a, a fucking kid in play you know what i'm saying like <laughs> you're gonna have some good a couple of good joints and then you're gonna fade the fuck out and like everybody's gonna remember oh that was my shit i used to get down to hey from my era, it was them franchise boys with uh with Laffy Taffy. Obviously. Yes, I'm not gonna lie, that one came. Yeah, I I I get down with that one, if, especially if I've had a few. I, I I was at my friend's wedding dancing to that joint last year. <laughs> oh, dog, you have to. I don't care, dog. If you're under like fifty, dog, when they when you hear girl say that Laffy Taffy, you gotta you gotta at least snap your fingers. I give at you least. I give you one. I don't know if it's as old as that one. I think it's younger than Laffy Taffy, but Waka Flocka, No Hands, anytime that joint comes on, that is my shit. (laughs) Nigga, let me tell you, dog. Let me tell you. That song, you can end on everything, dog. Everybody that was on the fucking We and Nice football team, 2010, 2011 uh, varsity team, y'all can vouch for this, dog. That song, to this day, bro, has a very special place in my heart. Because when I tell you that for whatever reason. Now, mind you, we ain't have, like, I, I don't know if we have smartphones at this point. But, nigga, for some reason, that was the song that we played every single <laughs> fucking day after practice, in particular uh, uh, on game days, dog. Of and course. for some reason, that was, like, the song that, that, that got us hype and shit. That was, like, our joint, especially the part <laughs> at the beginning 
where where um where Walker starts rapping when he's like, oh that, that. and then you hear bow, 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 yes, yo, <laughs> hey dog, that song, no bullshit, son. That is a to me as a personal favorite. And I'm sure you, you probably agree. Mm-hmm. Is it's it's like an all time in that category of like you know parties. of that music, yes. And plus, Wale had one of the best verses on that song. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, Wale's sure. verse murders that song. <laughs> And also, my roommate reminded me uh, of they Do It. I forgot completely oh, yeah. about that song. And he started playing it. And I was like, wait a minute. I remember Ole this song. Do. I was like, yeah. <laughs> nah, nigga. <laughs> and Harder Than Me. Who? Nigga, I go, I go hard in the motherfucking paint, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious, nigga? That, see, but that's what I'm saying, dog. There was certain. It's like, because that, that was probably like everything that we just mentioned from them franchise boys to Waka Flocka. Like. That was probably from you would would you say from like two thousand five to like two thousand ten eleven yeah easily easily mm-hmm. so and, and I feel like because if you think about it right think about now do you remember this song um uh, I think the song was called Cash Out got a condo on my wrist girl I'm cashing out. Right around with that Nina. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> you probably remember it because of that right there. Uh-huh. Right with that Nina. <laughs> yeah. Nigga, it was that was all kind of like the same kind of. There was so much like nigga. Hurricane Chris was another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I forgot what. And I, I I even give it up to my fucking. Uh, what's that nigga's name? French Montana. Because pop that. That is my shit. Oh. And yeah. I told you like. I don't like Drake. It took me a long time to like Rick Ross. <laughs> it took me a while to like Lil Wayne. And they all ripped that song. And that was the one, I told you, that was the song that I said, okay, I can give it to Drake as a rapper. If this nigga is rapping, I will fuck with him. And that was the song that did it. Yeah, because this this was yeah 2012. So it was around that same time, sort give or take, for, uh, for Pop That. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. Damn, yeah, no bullshit, son. That, that, that is another, like, kind of, like, classic kind of song right there. Yeah, dog. Like, I mean, it's it's party anthems. They don't have to be the best songs, but they're songs that you're always going to remember. Like, okay, we, we were talking to, uh, we, last week we had on the show, when we had uh, the 5 and 5 on the show, Sharon. She, on one of her worst, on her, one of the joints on her top five worst was This Is How We Do It by Montel Jordan. Me personally, I fucking love that song. And even whether I'm fucked up or not, I'm going up when that song comes on. That song hold will on, on. always be like She's barbecue party music. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the jam. Is that the good that's like it's Friday night? Yep. Mm-hmm. The party's here on the west side, so I reach for my shorty and I turn it up. That's I don't know. I don't know if that's a just a guilty pleasure for mine, but that's one of them joints that like. Like let's just say I were having a vicious week uh-huh. and it's Friday night. Yep. Like I might put that shit on just for the mood of it. You know exactly. I mean? like, exactly. It's the song that makes you feel better when you hear it. It just makes you feel better. And she said that's one of the top five worst. Yep. Hey, I guess. Hey, this shit's subjective. I guess. You that's know what, what I mean? say. That's what I say. <laughs> but, but goddamn, was she wrong? <laughs> <laughs> what, <laughs> nigga? No bullshit, dog. I've been like at like a. First of all, it's crazy how that's probably like one of the more like widely loved songs. I feel like nigga, if you play that shit at any like bar, 
Partic- you know what's funny? Particularly the white people love that song. Mm-hmm. White people love I mean, first of all, song. it's an old song. Like I think it came yeah. out in like '92 or '93, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe '94. So it's been around for a long time, and it was never a hip hop song that was like white people ever feared or felt like was a danger to their children. So it was cool for them to hear it. And of course, you know, like it played so long on the radio and shit that like, of course, like older white people knew about it too. So when I've seen older white people dance to that joint at weddings before, so. Oh, for sure. Nigga, niggas have probably walked out to that shit in their weddings. I'm going to tell you the truth. When my boy Ellie got married, like he married a girl, I think she's like Latina and Italian. And he, his family is Jewish. Let me tell you, the funniest thing at his wedding was that there was this table of older black women and older Jewish women that were all sitting together. And when <laughs> and when back that ass up by juvenile started playing, I came back Whoa. from the bathroom and all of these ladies were up dancing on the dance floor. I said, you know what? If even the older Jewish people can get down with this song, you know it is everywhere. So I mean, songs like that, they just they they permeate the thing, Son. you know what I'm saying? And especially when you're non non-aggressive like this is how we do it. <laughs> hey, nah, I ain't gonna lie. That's another one right there, dog. Uh 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 Damn, why why am I forgetting what you just Back said? Back that ass up. Back that ass up, yes. nigga. That's nigga, literally remember- literally one of them songs that drags that motherfuckers will run to the dance floor when that joint comes on. Nigga, I remember, I swear to you, I remember, dog. Being at like this fucking like it was like in seventh grade, dog. It was in seventh grade, and it was like when, like I don't think I ever really went to like any of the dances or whatever. But this was like one of the joints that was like during the school day. I don't know why my school decided to do this, but for some reason they gave us a dance like after like like eleven o'clock, and then from like like eleven thirty to the end of the school day or whatever, right? But the point is that I remember, you know, whatever that shit was kind of like. It's kind of dead or whatever, mm-hmm. but for some reason, dog, we knew because and then we stepped outside of it because it was in a little gym or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we stepped outside of the gym, but then we heard, dun, 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 and then everybody just knew to run in there, and that shit just got. It's so crazy the effect that that song has on on any party, dog. I'm telling any you, party. I'm telling you, that song was one of the ones that. We were cautioned that we were we would get in trouble like dancing at like homecoming and shit. Oh, yeah, because right. they would be trying to separate us because we'd be <laughs> on each other. And this joint came out, mind you, I was it like 98, 99. So I was either in like 10th or 11th grade when that joint popped off. So it was a it was a whole different mode when back that ass up popped off. Like for, for my life, it was like just one of those points in your life where it was one of those songs that you just you you. You remember it, and it takes you back to all of the memories from all the high school parties and all the college parties. And how many times have I danced to this fucking song or wild out to this song? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But see, that's what I'm saying. That like for us or for people who you know, I guess a little bit younger and maybe didn't weren't that age when that song came out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll still hear it at our parties, but it's it's nothing like hearing it at the party in the middle of its like. Yes. Yes. Like in the middle of it, so I could just imagine that particular song in the middle of his rise of his, you know, just fame or whatever, and just being, and especially nigga, this was when shit was really fucking crazy in the nineties when Uh there wasn't social media, when there was no cameras, Uh when niggas would just wilding the fuck out, nigga. I've always said this, right? I've always 
dog, I would do anything, dog, to be able to go back and be old enough to walk into. I don't know if you've heard of uh, like New York clubs called like the Tunnel. Oh yeah, like a, that's old hip hop clubs n- back in the day. Yeah, nigga, I've seen like YouTube videos on it, and I've seen like just like just like I guess candid videos of it and the like the atmosphere of it. Uh-huh. And nigga, that shit just felt crazy. Uh-huh. And I just so wish, nigga, that I could go back a time where something like that was even possible because now nigga that shit isn't even possible right? i tell you for before i go into what i'm about to say the only things that surpass at a like when you're young and one of your favorite jones that's hot at the moment comes off at a party or whatever is either when you're in the club when that joint hits and it's fresh or mm. if you're in that person's concert and that joint hits mm, yep yep mm-hmm. but what was i just gonna for say sure. um you were just saying something about what i'm sorry um, fuck. What was I saying? <laughs> Sorry, oh, oh, oh! The, 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 um, the, the fucking place in New York, the, the tunnel. Oh, what I was gonna say is that here in DC, we used to have a club called Platinum, and you walk in, it was all nice on the first floor, and it had like almost like a balcony second floor. But then you could go into the basement of that joint. That joint looked like a straight basement party. It looked like somebody's unfinished basement. That joint was vicious, like, and it was a whole different vibe. Was that by any chance converted into Ibiza lady? Because I think it was. The reason I say that is because that, yo, I gotta, I gotta tell the story though, because this, this is, this is the first time that I think I went to like a nightclub, like at all. Like I think I was like eighteen or whatever, right? Uh-huh. And do you remember Love Nightclub? Oh yeah, because I I used to go there when it was Dream first. <laughs> oh, and yeah, it was, and it was in, it was in the Cameron that. video or in the Fat Joe video. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so so the fucking um, J Cole he was supposed to be at Love right now. Mm-hmm. We thought that that meant he was gonna perform there. We didn't know about walkthroughs. We didn't mm-hmm. know about niggas just chilling there and then just putting his face on the ad just to get niggas to come. Exactly. We didn't know about none of that. Mind you, it was a Thursday night, you know, so we were just fucking like, you know, dumb as shit, 18, just old enough to get into anywhere. So we're like, fuck it, let's go, let's go, you know, see J. Cole at, at Love. Now, for those of y'all who are from the D.C. area and remember Love, Love mm-hmm. was not in a very good fucking neighborhood. Like, that was kind of like in the middle. Middle of Southeast, nigga, middle of Southeast. Yeah. Like, no, 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 it no, was, no. <laughs> it was literally in the middle, dog. I, I think it might have been North. I don't know. It, would, would that, North or Southeast doesn't really matter. Point is, it was in the middle of the fucking hood, uh-huh. right? And I remember we fucking, nigga, we got off at the station that was nearest to it. Nigga, I felt like we was about to get robbed, jumped, and everything else in between. On our way there, we finally get there, dog. And then, nigga, right before we're about to walk in, the lights, the power just goes out in the fucking building for oh, some reason. No. So we're like, fuck, nigga, we're going to have to walk through all of that shit again and like potentially get robbed and some more shit. <laughs> nigga, it turns out that these niggas offered us a party bus to all of us there to go to Ibiza and... Now, if you know where Ibiza was, which is I think Platinum, the one we just mentioned, that was in a slightly better. I think I think that joint was was that in Northeast Platinum. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think it was in Northeast because oh, fuck. But it was so long of, ago. It was so long ago. I can't remember. Regardless of where it was, right? It was in a more open place. Like like there was like a McDonald's from within view. It wasn't like nigga. Love was kind of like in the cut type shit. So, oh yeah, no, definitely. Like, Love was back in the joint. Yeah. Yeah, but the point the point I'm trying to make is that we get to fucking Ibiza, right? I go in there, right? And then 
you know, like you said, it kind of had like a um like kind of like a nice kind of like you know, first floor or whatever when you first walk in. Mm-hmm. And at first I thought that's what it was, that's all it was, and then it wasn't really a whole lot of people there. But then I see niggas walking through the double doors, nigga, and then I walked down the fucking steps and pretty much saw exactly what you just mentioned, which was like it looked like a fucking basement party, dog. Yeah. It, it was literally nigga, that sh- I'm I kind of wish that shit was still around because that shit was fucking lit, dog. I remember the first time I went in there, dog. I was like, "Yo, I would love to have like money." Cause I'm fucking eighteen. I can't buy a drink in there. Uh-huh. I can't do nothing in there. I'm just, I'm just standing around essentially at this point. I'm a little fucking eighteen <laughs> in a club with niggas with thousands of dollars on. I'm sure. Yep. But hey, all them, all them old clubs back in the day, y'all, y'all kids don't know what y'all missed with them big ass clubs. Cause all, the city didn't have these small little lounges and shit that they have now. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. all just the big mega clubs: Fur, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Lotus, H two O, Love Dream, uh, Avenue. Like they were all, all over the place. Like it was, it was insane. Y'all kids, is y'all never gonna have the feeling of a song going up in a three story club? wilding the fuck out like that's what it was or not, seeing not seeing anymore. somebody perform in a club because i remember i was dragged to many D, uh, dj tiesto concerts a couple of at, a couple at insomnia a couple at love excuse me or dream and um i didn't even know who the guy was he's like one of the biggest uh, edm djs ever or whatever but i didn't even know who the guy was when i'd go see him i don't even think i had a, a clue of who he was until like the third time i saw him and people were like oh my god you've seen him blah, blah, blah. i was like yeah i saw him like back in like early 2000s like oh my god that's like when he was the big uh. i was like yeah i didn't even know who he was yeah <laughs> i didn't even know who he was for like four years i just went because my people was going to the club <laughs> nah, 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 nigga. Sometimes that should be happening. You be getting put on to something. Oh, okay, this shit's alright. Mm-hmm. It's kind of lit. Yeah, nah, I remember it's some just... of his songs. Some of his songs are pretty tight, but you know, I'm not a real big fan of electronic music like that. So, oh, nigga, some of it's cool, nah. but uh, not, not my thing. I've seen like you know, motherfuckers uh, go to like, um, I think it's called like Electric Zoo. Oh yeah, the big ass concerts. My yeah, friend just I, went yeah. to one in California last weekend. When I tell you that. If I was dragged into something like that, I would probably be so blown just because that shit. I'm sorry, dog. That shit is not music, bro. (laughs) They said hip hop wasn't music for almost 20 years. Nigga, well, they was wrong and we're right. All right. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's a, it's a, it's an ongoing, uh, 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 fill in for this episode What we said about your friend being wrong Yeah you know, We saying about these <laughs> niggas being wrong They fucking wrong Okay That shit I'm sorry dog and It's funny because they made a soft rock episode about it How it literally sounds like somebody shitting into a fucking microphone <laughs> yeah. I love it Oh my gosh I can never dog I don't care how much Molly you give me You know none of it Dog Fuck no what about it when it has like uh people singing over it or rapping over that's it? That's cool. That's I actually like the singing. Like the I look, I like techno or I don't even know if that's the right word for it. I, I, I don't like know techno. what they call it anymore. Uh, last time I heard Well, from what I understand, EDM is just the 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 shit you were talking about, like just the shit without any singing on it. And yeah. it's more of like the hardcore stuff, I guess. Okay, yeah. See, I don't like that shit. I personally I got like a soft spot for Alright, because you you were probably alright. Do you alright? Have you? Have, all right, first of all, do you like techno or at some point did you yeah. like techno? Like, mm-hmm. 
But do you know you think song? you're better off okay, yeah. alone? Nigga, that joint is vicious. But <laughs> did you know about this song? The reason I'm mentioning this is because this song, again, holds a very special place in my heart, even though the name's kind of weird. But for some reason, I remember being in a fucking laser tag arena, <laughs> and they just had this song on replay. And I don't know why, it just sounded so like cool and futuristic. The song is called 9 a.m. Till I Come. Oh, yeah. That was my nigga. shit, nigga. <laughs> hey, you know what's funny about that song, right? So before like Google existed and before you could just fucking put your Shazam up to your fucking song playing and find out what song it was. Yeah. Nigga, you just had to either hope that somebody knew what song was, you know, was playing and you asked them, or you just nigga could never find it. Because I remember, dog, I struggled so hard to find that song because Nigga, who would have thought that that song was called 9 a.m. till I come? Even Ooh. though the song does say till I, till I come. come. Yeah. Till I come a bunch of times. But, nigga, that song was, I remember when I found it, like, nigga, no bullshit, like 11 years later somehow, when I was like, because I, I think I first heard it when I was like eight or nine. And I first found it when I was like 20, 21. I was like, nigga, this is the song I've been looking for like my whole <laughs> life. And then and then I found out that there was like little remixes to it and it's oh, of course yeah no but you see it was even worse because back in the day like we'd hear them everywhere but we would have no idea who they were by and a lot of them didn't have like Stage they weren't names. yeah they didn't have names or they didn't allow someone to like like uh what do you call it um like you knew Zombie Nation because they were like Zombie Nation all through the song oh, okay. but like yeah. there was one joke uh, I have the beat I had the beat in my head two seconds ago and oh Sandstorm. Sandstorm oh, is one yeah. of my favorite jumps, but it doesn't have words. So it's just like I would hear it. I'm like, yo, this joint cranks, but what's it called? And nobody would know. <laughs> Cause none yeah, of us yeah, listen to EDM or, or or fucking techno. Like that was that was the days of Z one oh four and shit. Nigga, but that that's exactly what I'm saying, dog. You there's no fucking words on the song. Yep. And the group's name, like for example, the nine or it's called nine PM. I just said nine AM. <laughs> nine PM till I come. The na- the group's name is ATV. Yeah, nigga. ATV. There, nothing about that song says ATV, unless <laughs> you know, you would know. And that was the most frustrating part about being a fan of music back in the day. No, yes. That, like particularly with that kind of music, I guess that doesn't really have a lot of words. And even then, it's not like you could just look up the words on Google. So yeah. no, sometimes knowing the words, I mean, yeah, they might help you in that. Sometimes that's actually what the song is called. Like if you're lucky, like the hook repeats the same yeah. word over and over again or that you can actually type that in what's this yeah. you want you want to type that it's funny you say that right because i remember being like a tone deaf little eight-year-old fucking kid and now I, I oh fucking uh miguel uh you know miguel is he was big on uh on techno pretty was much he? as i can remember i didn't know that nigga i remember Cause uh, him and him and my brother, like growing up, they were like, I mean, cause we live right across the street, so they were like really close friends. And I remember I would ride in his car, and he would always have some kind of like techno playing. And um, I remember I asked him, I was like, "Hey, dog, do you know this song that goes like?" And again, I was a tone deaf, like I could not, like <laughs> I just, I guess I couldn't recreate it. But I was like. And he was like, nigga, there's like 15,000 songs that sound somewhat similar to that. So like, okay, like, let me sit in the back seat and just shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> I hope like, the bitch comes on. 
<laughs> so I can be like, oh, that man. one, what's it called? <laughs> yeah, that's the fucking one, nigga, God damn it. I should have been like, nigga, play all of them for me right no, now. No, well, so every play. single one of them now. <laughs> nigga, but yeah, dog, that, that song right there, bro, oh my God. And it's crazy. It's, it's funny how, like, like you said, you know, certain songs, they just bring you back. Like, mm-hmm. Right dead smack in that moment when you first heard that shit. You're exactly. Like, Holy shit. Yep. That's definitely one of them. That's one of them. I'm telling you, dog. It just kind of had like a weird feeling to it. Like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It, it, you know. And that's another thing, right? Don't you feel like music used to be a lot more like? Um, there used to be more like mis- mystery behind it, kind of sometimes with, with certain either either artists, but particularly artists, mm-hmm. or just songs in general, because. Now, nigga, you could just look shit up and you can get the background behind everything. Yeah, like, somebody's like, always got the story that they're ready to tell on something. Bruh, I remember um, there was, and, and this was on an album that we reviewed, the uh, Crazy Bone album. There was a, a song and it was, it wasn't, it, Crazy Bone wasn't on it. It was a group of people and they were called the Ghost Riders. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it was like some I'm not gonna lie It was kind of like A satanic sounding song Or whatever yeah. I don't know if you remember What's reviewing Like they kind of like Changed their voices up and shit And for nigga when I, Cause when I first heard it I was a kid And when I first heard it I was like hey, Who the fuck are these guys Like <laughs> are, are they Are they really like that Like what's going on Is nigga. my soul gonna be safe <laughs> Yeah nah nigga For real I was like damn Should I even be listening To this shit Like I, I for real <laughs> Thought about it all that way Right Come to find out That it was just Crazy Bone With like a couple other niggas But again At that time I didn't know because I couldn't just Google search it. Yeah. I there, there was no, you know, uh, you know, what actually happened. No, nigga. Like, it was just, you heard the song and there's no backstory. Mm-hmm. There is no backstory. You just hear these guys come up with everything you think. Yeah, dog. So it was just kind of, I don't know. That, that was always pretty tight. And again, I feel like that might be why, like, wrestling worked back in the day for me because I couldn't just look up shit like, oh, you know. Uh, oh fuck, yeah. You know, okay. You know what I mean? But, but but now, nigga, you can just look shit up. Like it kind of kills the lore, the, like the the magic behind. The, yeah, because now you have all the behind the scenes stuff with between social media and all the all the access that everybody wants to see everything all the time. Bruh, I'm starting to think that I kind like I've I've thought about this. I'm like, if it's somehow possible, I kind of like to go off the grid in that regard. Mm-hmm. Kind of like not use all that shit and obviously i know it's probably somewhat impossible but nigga i feel that i feel like it'd be kind of tight because i think i've talked about this before how like nigga i'll sit here with like hundred if not thousands of different choices on netflix on hbo max on showtime of shit that i could watch and end up watching nothing end up watching like a 30 minute youtube video instead and it's because of the amount of like you know choices essentially that we have of watching mm-hmm. that I don't know that I kind of thought like damn though I kind of want to just like not have access to that for a long time mm-hmm. and then find it come back and like actually appreciate that shit because now nigga it'll be weeks that I go without watching shit that I'm like nigga if I had Netflix with everything that comes with it now in 2003 mm-hmm. nigga my mind would be blown mm-hmm. I'd just be sitting there a fucking vegetable <laughs> yeah 100% Cause nigga We're talking about Days where you would go To fucking Blockbuster To rent shit You remember oh, Blockbuster Oh yes Please be kind Rewind Nigga <laughs> Hold on did, did you know um, Eric uh, Miguel's friend too Uh Yes I don't think he was you, No you met him, Hold on Which Eric White dude White boy No 
not that one. I'm about to say because I, I don't think he went to Wheaton, so that, that's probably why. But the point is that this dude worked. He was also uh, my brother's uh, Elvis's friend, mm-hmm. and he worked at fucking uh, Blockbuster. So I remember um, that nigga. Would kind of, I don't know. I just remember him always working there. But but still, like just the 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 experience of like your dad or your mom or whoever took you to be like, yo, we about to go to Blockbuster. You can get a game this time. Uh-huh. And you'd be yeah. mad as shit if the movie or the game that you wanted was already gone. Like, every copy of that bitch was gone. Like, God damn it. Now, you couldn't get no good game at Blockbuster because them junk, you had to wait at least three months But by the time a new game came out for your mm-hmm. chance to play it because that junk would stay being out. As soon as somebody would put it back, that junk would be checked out as immediately. Nigga, let me tell you the bullshit that happened to me, dog. I'll never forget this shit, dog. We get there, like you said, a game that just came out, and you're like, what? They got this shit? And then you, you, you know, because how it used to be set up, for those of you that don't know, it used to be like a, a cart, like a, a case, a game case, uh-huh. with, uh, with a picture of the game. And then behind it, it would be however many copies they had with the Blockbuster logo on yep. it. And that, like, if you if you had one of those, that means they were going to give you a copy at the front. Uh-huh. Now, I remember I fucking, you know, pulled the, the actual cover of the game back and was about to reach for it. And it turns out it was another fucking game, dog. And that shit blew oh. my fucking mind, dog. Mad as hell. Mad as fuck. And then I, I, I want to say I might have just not gotten anything at the time because I was so mad, but... You know what was crazy about Blockbuster though, right? Hmm. And, and maybe this is the, this is true about movies too, but I particularly remember video games more. Is that nigga? You, I can't think of too many games that I rented that I didn't play all like nigga like extensively. And I can't tell you how many games now, now in 2021 uh-huh. that I have bought in and not played more than like once or twice. Uh-huh. It's it's fucking crazy, it's dog. Insane. Because, nigga, I used to play games that like realistically thinking about it now like damn that game probably sucked for real, for real. but nigga i fucking played all the way through and again i just think it was the fact that we didn't have that many that many uh, options yeah that many options yeah essentially yeah so yeah no, I, I don't know you. pretty much what i'm trying to say is, is <laughs> it was better in our time than in y'all time right now kids i'm just saying had to do a little more work but you got better rewards i'm trying to tell you dog <laughs> now nigga you you fucking turn your xbox on you got the game pass you could play damn any game you could think of that's on the joint, and yeah, dog, I'm 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 kind of hating because it would have been tight to have that, but at the same time, there was something special about going to fucking blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Even even if you was just renting a movie, which it was thought? a whole experience. It was a whole ass experience. It really was, dog. It re- nigga, nigga, sometimes you would go to blockbuster and you would think, nigga, you just picking up a movie, you're gonna be in and out in five ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Nigga, sometimes you, you and your dad or you and your mom or you and your or you and your uncle might be in there. For a good 20, 30 minutes, though, uh-huh. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, are you ready yet? Question. Are you ready yet? I'm still looking. <laughs> nigga, because you you get and here's another thing, right? Back then, nigga, you couldn't just Google search images of the video game uh-huh. or the movie. Uh-huh. Like, nigga, you might go to where the video games are and look at every case because you're like, oh shit, I've never seen this before. Exactly. And it's the ha- only place I can look at it. Same shit with movies. I don't know how many movies I've watched randomly just because I happened to walk by them and the cover looked interesting. Mm-hmm. And now, nigga, that's almost... N- nigga, cover... I remember back then, I used to vividly remember certain covers because they actually mattered. Uh-huh. Nowadays, them joints typically just be the writing of yep. the of Don't the even movie. know what covers look like. For, for the extra CD covers, don't know what CD covers look like for shit anymore. Do they Fuck even make no. them? It's like, I don't even know. Fuck no, dog. That shit... That's just fucking nuts, dog. But 
yeah, like I said, our time was better than y'all. So <laughs> I'm just saying, though. Now I saw I saw something really really interesting, and I, I know that you probably feel quite strongly about this, but um, it appears that your boy Frank Ocean is going to be releasing a new album soon. How the fuck did I not know about this? <laughs> now, granted, let me just say this, right? Let me just say this, y'all. And it's kind of, I kind of feel kind of sad about this. Maybe it's just a quarter life crisis that I'm feeling, right? But I remember I used to be way more of a stand for the artists that I stand for, i.e. Uh, Frank Ocean, Kendrick Lamar. Um, and just off the top of my head, those only two I can think of right now. But nigga, now... Both of them niggas drop an album, and I can say that a couple days might pass before I even listen to it. And it's kind of a sad thing. Maybe it's because I have more time on my hand back in the day. Yeah. And I could actually, you know, spend two, three hours listening to an album. Whereas now, you know, because I'm in school, you know, my time is kind of like, I kind of have to like, you know. You have a, like only a limited amount these. of time. Yeah. Yeah. But nigga, I did not know that. My nigga Franquito was releasing an album. Yep, can, you, can, you please, can you please elaborate? Because well, I, I do not know about it. Right now, uh, he is... They say he oh, is... Oh, is that Homer? They, say they, haven't, Homer? they haven't had a name for it yet. It says basically that he's been reportedly shopping a new album at several record labels, which means... And, you know, he's been releasing songs like for the last like year or so, like a couple of songs. Um, yeah. Uh, let me see what else this John says. It says the album's right around the corner. Uh, shopping the albums to several labels. Reports that he that the musician has been taking meetings and playing music for execs. And the new album is, quote, fucking great. Yeah, I can't see me right now, but I'm shaking my hands in excitement. All right, <laughs> now, let me just tell y'all this. I remember. Now, you know, it's kind of crazy. So between Frank's first album, which was Channel Orange, and blonde there was a four-year gap now for some reason dog that gap felt way longer than what it was and for some reason the gap between 2016's blonde uh -huh. and right now feels a lot shorter than what it really has been which has been almost six years now yeah it's been man. almost six years nigga and when I, you can ask anybody that 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 like i talked to on a regular basis back then Nigga, I was pressed about this album coming out. Like every single day, I'd go on his website where he would have himself building some shit, and you just would randomly hear random sounds, and randomly you would hear, it. and that was like his like little rollout or whatever. But nigga, I was on that shit like some serious dog. You gotta remember, and... it, it takes two J Cole and um and um it takes two J Cole and two Kendrick albums for one Frank album to come out. No, that that you know that that's you know kind of tongue in cheek a joke or whatever, but it's a very honest truth at the same time. <laughs> but no, but listen, man, all I'm gonna say is this: I'm very in you know. First of all, as a fan, I can't wait. But also, um, you know, uh, Frank Ocean just lost uh, his brother in a car accident. Oh wow! Uh, I believe last year, and and it was like his little brother. And, you know, I'm sure there's something that comes with that, you know, losing your little brother. And, oh, of course, yeah. And shit like that. So I'm just curious to see what direction, is, if any, uh, his music is going to change. or, And I'm just curious to see what his content is going to be about. Because, you know, Frank has typically always been, well, not typically, but has always been somebody to, um, to sing or rap even sometimes about how he's feeling, about his emotions. And, you know, I'm just curious as to how or if he's going to 
bring up the whole passing of his brother. But um, yeah, man, as a Frank Ocean fan, I can't fucking wait, dog. Um, I'm, I'm hoping it. You know, some, it's something about Frank Ocean that he always drops right when like I need him to. If that makes any sense. So, hey, and another side, I know that's always there when hell. you call, but I'm always on time. <laughs> <That>, no. <laughs> Frank is always running late, but he's always on time, though. That's Facts. a fucking fact. So I'm telling y'all, I have no doubt the same will happen with this joint. Because the last time he released songs, I, I want to say were two years ago. Um, and yeah, it, it, it happened. It was, yo, I don't know if this ever happened, but do you ever be, do you ever be linking songs to moments kind of like that was like the soundtrack of that moment? Oh, yeah, all the time. Nigga, I do that all the time, and I be thinking I'm weird for that, so I don't mention it to people. But nigga, I do that all the time. And Frank's last song that he put out, no, it wasn't the last song he put out, but it was one of the last songs he put out. It just came out perfectly with what the fuck like was going on, like in a good way. And I was just like, damn, dog, this nigga Frank is on it, dog. <laughs> there He's you go. It. He's fucking on it, man. But yeah, I can't wait for that shit, man. I'm excited, and yeah, I hope I hope it lives up to expectations. Me too, honestly, because uh, I like I like listen I like to wait for people to release the their music after a time. Like I said, I feel like it always makes some of the best music out of out of artists. Like if you take your time, get some more life experiences, grow up a little bit, and then you can write from a new perspective. Because you're not supposed you know, to be the same like five years uh, from it, the it, time that you start. It's funny you say that, right? Because you know, um, you know, I've mentioned this before, but you know, I'm a I'm a musician myself, and I haven't um, I've kind of I've noticed that if you if you aren't doing shit, you kind of get like the most serious writer's block uh -huh. because you really have nothing to write about. Exactly. What you already what you've written three or four songs about kind of already kind of got old to you or boring to you in your head. You're just like, what the fuck? So yeah, nigga, I, I agree 100 percent that like artists like Kendrick, um, even artists like fucking Andre 3000, who he just put out a verse on the Kanye song, uh -huh. and everybody was saying that that's one of the best verses they've heard all year like it was a really good verse so it, it's just you're right i feel like after a while you know you kind of just need to live life get a different perspective on certain things change your mind about other things and just kind of go through that whole the motion of just living and then come back and do what you do because i believe it's kind of like riding a bike sure you might be a little rusty at first you know doing your your, your art or whatever mm -hmm. Nigga, you'll never forget how to be like if you if you somebody who's good at putting words together, it's almost like a a, a twitch or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, kind of exactly. just like like nigga rappers say it all the time that sometimes they'll they'll rhyme shit in their head without even thinking about it, like all day just walking around making rhymes or whatever. So I don't know, man. I, I just uh, I agree, man. Whether it be Frank Ocean, whether it be Kendrick, whether it be even uh, even Jay Z, you know, mm -hmm. like he's kind of been taking his time. Because he's living something new, because he's living the life of a family man now, that of a billionaire uh, in the industry that he's in uh -huh. and in other industries. So he's taking his time with it. And, and again, I feel like that just points out, it just shows artistry. And um, yeah, that that's that's important to those who's important to and uh, it's important to me. Exactly. Now, before we get up out of here, because we are definitely up over an hour now. Um, I, I hadn't even really been paying attention. So <laughs> my bad. Uh, hey, that's, that's a good sign. <laughs> no bull. Um, we have all by now heard about Onika and her stupid comments about COVID nineteen vaccines 
all through the news and the internet. And honestly, I'm surprised that rappers' tweets about COVID were taken so seriously and have been blown yes. up so much. Because well, right. Nikki's not the type of person you go to for like information. But <laughs> here, here's why I think that the now maybe somebody else has mentioned this. I'm sure they probably have, but. Where I think the problem lies in is the fact that Nikki is not just a rapper, but she is an extremely influential person, not yep. only to her fan base, particularly her fan base, but just in general, dog. Like, like, like there's little girls who stand the fuck out mm-hmm. for Nicki Minaj. Like, like, nigga, it don't matter what she talk about, it's Nicki all day. I'm riding with Nicki. Nigga, to the point where if she says, if Nicki tells people to sell they soul to the devil. Nigga, I'm sure they would find a way. I'm sure they would find a way to try to get that shit to go down. But what I'm trying to say is that, I, look, man, I, I think Nikki does like, and, and honestly, just people in general, dog. If you have a voice, I think it is important to be responsible about how you use it. Uh-huh. And in the, in the sense of this, right, it's one thing to be skeptical about the vaccine for whatever reason you're skeptical about it, right? But for you to put out certain shit that is just bullshit. Yeah, I feel like it's irresponsible. Dog. It yeah. really is because because here's the whole thing about it, right? And I've said this multiple times, dog. I've said this multiple times to anybody who brings up shit like that, where they say, "Oh, you know, I know somebody who got the vaccine, and all of a sudden, you know, they're having heart issues now." Well, let me tell you something, dog. Hundreds of I don't know about hundreds of thousands, but definitely thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people yeah. get random shit that happens to them every single day on this world. Mm-hmm. Every single day. Now, because this is a massively uh released vaccine, all of these people who would normally, because of nature, have heart issues, have whatever issues that are coming up. Now, I'm not saying that none of them, uh none of these cases are related to the vaccine. But you cannot associate like like causation and correlation are two separate different things. Now, pretty much simply said, just because something is correlated with something else, just because it's related to something else, doesn't mean that that caused that. So that's the problem with people saying, like for example, the whole Nikki thing. Oh, you know, my cousin, he he has you know, impotency now. Like he can't have kids or he can't get whatever it is that she said, nigga. That is not proof uh-uh. that the vaccine caused that at all. And again, and again, dog, like people use that as like a, oh, see, this is, you see, dog, you see what happens when you get, no, nigga, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. And again, going back to Nikki, I think she should think more responsibly. Like you can't just talk ignorantly. Uh-huh. Like when you have a voice, particularly that spreads out to particularly a bunch of your know, younger kids. Dog, you, I feel like you can't just come out and just say some stupid shit. Like, it's one thing for you to voice your opinion and say, you know, I'm not going to get the vaccine. You know, I just want to do this, that, that. But for you to come out and just say some shit mm-hmm. without even doing your fucking due diligence to really, really seeing what it is, I think it's irresponsible. And honestly, it's already proven to be dangerous because she's had her fans in Atlanta. Some of them have set up protests outside oh, yeah, the CDC exactly. headquarters. And of course, they're online talking all type of foolishness. Uh, but yeah, like, honestly, like, okay, bro, swollen testicles, and now your, your wife caught off the wedding. I was listening to a podcast the other day. Somebody was like, that clearly sounds like this nigga was fucking another bitch who gave him chlamydia, <laughs> and then the bitch found out and caught off the wedding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dog, because let's be real. So, so yeah. like, I, I'm sorry, dog, but, like, I just feel like 
if your girl calls off the wedding because you got some, you know, whatever going on with you right now that might resolve itself in the future, you don't even know if it will or it won't. Mm-hmm. Like that just, it just doesn't sound like what would really happen in real life. It nah, just sounds like some all. shit that you would, I'm sorry, but I'm not saying it's made up, but it sounds like some shit you would make up and it sounds like a reason that you would make up. Mainly because the fucking dots are connected. Exactly. So, yeah, dog, that shit, man. When I heard that shit, I was like, bro, why are people so fucking dumb, dog? Like, like again, I'm not somebody who's saying get the vaccine or don't get the vaccine. But what I am saying is, is that for both sides, not just the vaccine side, but for the anti-vaccine side, you you gotta see when people are trying to dominate you to think a certain way. Because people love to say, oh, y'all are just sheep. Y'all are just, you know, listening to whatever people tell you. Nigga, you are too. You're just listening to the other side. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's the only, that's the only difference. Because I'm not saying there aren't people who actually know what they're talking about, because I'm sure there are. And I wouldn't argue with them. But, dog, to the motherfuckers that, nigga, didn't, don't fucking read. Niggas don't even read, and they're over here yeah. telling you about... Niggas don't even read and, they, and are telling... Same niggas that don't read, but they talking about, I'm going to do my own research. What research can you do that these motherfuckers who have degrees in this shit and have been doing this shit for decades at this point, telling us what we need to do to protect ourselves? What research do you have or are you capable, are you able to get your hands on that supersedes these 10 motherfuckers over here with PhDs and double doctorates and masters and all this other bullshit? What Nicki Minaj, what, what information can you pull out of the stars? That's gonna not, that's gonna give us more. Not only that, right? But if unless your unless your quote unquote source is a scholarly article that's been peer reviewed and, it, and multiple actual, times, please multiple, multiple times, multiple times, multiple peer reviewed scholarly article. Unless that's what your source is, I don't want to hear it. And the funny thing about it is the funny, and I'm telling you this by experience. You can like if you do not read regularly. Reading these fucking scholarly articles is a hard ass thing. I'm telling you that you because are, it's fucking hard for me. Yes, and you're not gonna get it because I had to read plenty of them damn articles multiple for, times for cybersecurity shit when I did my degree. Mm-hmm. Bruh, you have to read them joints multiple times just to get the gist. I mean, because mm-hmm. they're that scientifically packed. And 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 I know, I know most people are not gonna put in that time and effort to do that. Hell they're no. just not. They're just not. I'm sh- and again, I'm sure there's people who are. There's a, there's exceptions to it. But dog, most motherfuckers who's talking about, oh, I've done my research. No, the fuck you haven't, dog. Even if your quote unquote research is a CNN page or a fucking whatever page, nigga. If it's not a like an actual article, dog, like a scholarly article that's been peer reviewed that niggas have looked over to make sure, hmm, this isn't bullshit uh-huh. multiple times, dog. Then I don't want to hear nothing about your source because. These other motherfuckers, dog, they, like, like I said, like you said, dog, are actually fucking experts in this. Like, they, like, why, why all of a sudden now are we questioning expertise when we've lived our entire lives not questioning it? Exactly. Exactly. Like, it makes no sense. It, it, it's fucking crazy to me. And again, even then, I'm not going to be somebody who, who tells people, yo, go, what are you doing? Go get vaccinated. No, I probably should be able to do what they want. But what I have an issue with is the just the spread of misinformation. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Both ways. Both ways. You know, and, I, and I'm sure there is misinformation being spread from the you know, from the government when it comes to the vaccine. Like like for me, right? And I know this might be might be getting a little bit more deep than we wanted to, but for me, I personally think that the government released the vaccine early. Mm-hmm. I believe that they didn't know if it was gonna work well or not, but 
I believe it was every intention in there, every intention for it to work well. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, they weren't like, yeah, it's, it's like if somebody's like, look, dog, I don't know if it's going to work, but trust me, dog, I've been working night and day every single fucking day to make sure shit works. And I think it's, I think it's worth, you know, you taking this shit now because, you know, it, things are looking good, but I can't guarantee you that they're going to work well. Yeah. Like, that's what I think happened. That's what I think happened. Other than that, I don't think, I don't think the government is lying about the efficacy of it. I don't think they're lying about the intentions of it. But again, you know, people are going to believe what they want to believe just be, for no real reason. That, that That's the sad part of it. There is no real reason for people to, to believe this shit. It's just shit that they hear, shit that they think that they've actually done, you know, research on or whatever. Exactly. All right, well, like, well, I, I know I already said this before, but before we get up out of here, I just wanted to send up a RIP to, let me go look his name up because I always fuck up his name. Anthony Johnson, who, uh, yeah, he's a comedian and actor. Uh, he passed away at 55 years old, I think today, they, they said, yeah, today. <clears throat> he's been in a whole bunch of movies and shit, but mostly people know him as Eze in House Party and also Ezel in Friday. So RIP to him. I've definitely seen him on a couple joints for sure. Oh yeah, he's been he's he's one of those working actors that's been in a whole rack of shit, but and mm-hmm. has been in classic shit, but has only been like minor characters in that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like he's never been like a yeah, huge, yeah, huge yeah. character. But no, like right. he definitely was an actor. Uh, it's been around in black cinema for a for a while. So RIP to Mr. Johnson. Yeah, man, definitely RIP. I've seen a lot of people, um, a lot of big names, even you know, mention him and. Uh-huh. and and again, that that just it, I always and again, it kind of sucks that this always happens when somebody dies. But even then, I am glad that you know these people who, I mean, I honestly can say I probably didn't really think too much about this, you know, him or, or people like you know people are in this situation. But it is cool that they get their flowers. It's cool that they get their respect. You yeah. know that you know they, they. I mean, dog, nigga did something that most people don't do. He had a long career in Hollywood as a, as a comedian. Um, now granted, you know, it wasn't the most luxurious career, but nigga consistency. Exactly. And to me, I, I, I congratulate consistency way more than I would just a, a flash of luck that, you know, you just broke out and had this, this shit. To tell you the truth, one of the, another actor, uh, John, we lost John Witherspoon last year. He mm-hmm. was another consistent actor who had yep. been in a bunch of stuff throughout the years before he really blew up. You also got uh, currently Octavia Spencer. Uh, the, she played which is in, she was her biggest roles were in The Help and she's in that new Witches movie and I don't know she's in a, she's in a whole bunch of shit now even like yeah. she was in a movie with Melissa McCarthy where they were like superheroes like they got superpowers or some shit like that so she's right. been in a lot of shit and it's all been like all over the map but she's been steadily working in TV and in movies as background characters I mean like she was I think she was like a background character in one of the Spider-Man movies from the early 2000s mm-hmm. she's been a background character in all type of random shit like there's that uh the movie with uh what is his name the nigga who plays Captain America uh, uh Chris Evans he exactly. was like something about a train where the people were trapped on the train and she's one of the she's one of the side characters in that movie but she's prominently like you know pictured throughout it so it's just like you know that's another working actor who's always in the background always in the background then all of a sudden right. getting a little more little more speaking parts and then bam one of the biggest actresses on the planet right now so like i mean you know that's that's always respectable is when somebody is like that when they've they've put their time in and done their uh what, what do you call it uh 1000 hours or 1 million hours however many it is 10000 10, there you go Facts. But yeah. 
All right. Well, did you have uh, <laughs> did we have any um suggestions for the folks out here today? I know we didn't go over uh, that. So no, we did not go over, <laughs> but let us. Oh, you know what? I got some. Okay. Got some. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ah, uh, yeah. So my suggestion for this week <laughs> is uh, for those of y'all who are uh, particularly for those of y'all who are wrestling fans, and even if y'all not, um, I think you should check this out. It's a pretty interesting uh series documentary series. It's called a. Uh, Behind the Ring, I believe is what it's called. Okay, um, I've heard of that. Let me, let me double check that that is what it's called. But essentially, um, what it what it talks about is uh, behind the series, be, or behind the series, behind the scene uh, of, of wrestling. Now, for those of y'all who watch wrestling, uh, I'm sorry, Dark Side of the Ring. Dark Side of the Ring okay. is what it's called. And for those of y'all who, who, who watch wrestling, y'all know that typically... A lot of things within wrestling are kept under wraps for obvious reasons. It's 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 like that's like the whole magic of the show. It's kind of like a magician giving away his tricks, if you will. Yeah, exactly. So the cool thing about this series, though, is that they they revisit a lot of very infamous um, things that happen. Uh, one of them, for those of y'all who who are you know into wrestling, the the Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels match, which ultimately was the fight that or the match that um, that caused wrestling to drop all the marbles in in the in the sense of them keeping everything under wraps because they essentially had to come out and say that wrestling was fake after that essentially yeah um oh that because... was the one where he fell off the jump the no, 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 of... no 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 that was that was well, that was a w... brother... that was a ww final that was w... what do you call it no that, that was wwf but re... no but the one who the one who that happened to was his brother owen hart oh okay but but the the, the one who I'm t- well i'm talking about Bret Hart, he was the champion, and uh, Shawn Michaels was fighting him, and he was su- so Bret-, Bret Hart was supposed to go to WCW and leave WWE, so he was supposed to drop the championship, but he had issues with Shawn Michaels, and he didn't want to drop the title to him, especially where it was at, which was in Ontario, which is where Bret Hart's from. Oh wow! So, but the fucking management was like, "Nah, nigga, we're gonna take this title off you one way or another." So, pretty much in the middle of the fight. Um, he was in like a submission hold and he didn't tap, but Mr. McMahon went up and there was like, yo, ring the bell. He tapped. And then pretty much they gave the championship to Shawn Michaels. And yo. then and Bret, Bret, Bret Hart was fucking pissed the fuck off. He spit in Mr. McMahon's face and that on national TV, like real, like it really, like it wasn't Dang. scripted. Respect. So pretty much, pretty much like it, it covers stories like that. Another one of the crazy ones, just very briefly, that that I just watched. It was a new season. Um, it there was like a a ride home from England, and from those of y'all who know, it's a long as ride home mm-hmm. with a bunch of wrestlers in the early two thousands. So you kind of can already imagine how that went. It went pretty Ooh. crazy. It went left. A lot of drugs. A lot of alcohol. But check it out, y'all. Um, that particular episode I just mentioned, I know, is on YouTube. The the whole episode on on Viceland's uh, YouTube page. Okay. For everything else, uh, I believe you know you have to subscribe to. I don't know. You gotta be. You have to be a cable subscriber or whatever. But if you want to watch one joint that I found really interesting, just look up uh, the Plane Ride from Hell and uh, Dark Side of the Ring. So check that out. Okay. My suggestion this week is gonna be a TV show called The Expanse on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's really fucking vicious. It's not like, it's not like Star Trek where you know exploring bold new worlds and everything is blah blah blah. Like no, there's the Earth basically like I think it's like three hundred years into the future, Earth colonizes the Moon and then they move on to colonize Mars, and then they also have people that go out into the asteroid belt 
so that like for Mars and for people living out there and working out there, they can get ice off of that drink to make drinkable water and all that other shit. But eventually, like it's been so long that people have lived in the belt and people have lived on Mars that they're essentially their own places now. So Mars is its own planet with its own military and all the other shit. The belt is out there with the belters and their bodies have all changed in different ways to accumulate or to acclimate right. to living in their things. So like belters are generally taller, but they have less muscle mass and they don't, their bones can't take a lot of gravity. So they can't go to earth or plants with high gravity without taking injections to like, to compensate and shit like that same thing with the, the martians they have to take some type of medicine while they're on earth they have to wear uh sun sunglasses because they're so far away from the sun they're not used to being as bright as it is on earth and shit like that so it's like a lot of little intricacies that shit like star wars and star trek just kind of like and a lot of other space shows kind of just like skip over about mm -hmm. it actually being in space but like this you can it's like you could see humanity doing this like colonizing mars because we've already started talking about colonizing mars and then right. going out further into the solar system and basically all the shit that goes on with that. And then, of course, you know, humans are destructive and violent by nature. So, of course, everyone's going to try and fight. Excuse me. They had like they had like this uh, big a preemptive or like, big war that they had to try and stop between like the three colonies and between Mars and the belt. And, and the belt is trying to be seen as its own place by Earth and Mars. I mean. It's really good. There's a lot of political shit in it, but there's also a lot of like just gangster ass fucking shit in it. Like the crew of the of the, the main crew of the ship called the 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 Rasanante, they're all vicious. They all have different qualities and one I swear to god is a psychopath. Like this dude is just completely violent as fuck. And he's just like every time they're like, "All right, we got to keep these people safe, blah blah blah. We got to stop this dude." And he'll turn to the leader and be like, "You want me to shoot him?" <laughs> and they're like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> what did you say this was called? It's called the Expanse. Right now. And the Belters, they actually speak like a whole different language. It sounds like Patois, but it's like a mix of Patois and like, and just a whole bunch of different languages. But it's not like Jamaican Patois. It's like Creole and like, right. I think maybe a little bit of Haitian shit. And then like Patois and I think English, French. I think there's a little Chinese in there too. So like. The person whoever did the show, I was reading, had, um, this is just nerd shit me going off of, but um, yeah. the dude who, they hired somebody that was a linguist, and the guy basically created the language for the show, but it sounds like all the belters like are speaking Caribbean patois like half the time. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it has to come off of something, so I'm sure I'm sure it probably did come off of patois or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But hey, no, for those definitely check it for out. Those for those of y'all who uh, who are wondering, there is five seasons out on Amazon Prime, so definitely yes. If you want to binge something, it looks like this is this is the thing to binge. And I have been binging it. I've been watching it for two weeks, and I am I just got to uh, season five a day and a half ago, and I'm halfway through season five now. So like, I was like limiting myself to watching like three episodes a day because they're like forty five <laughs> minutes to an hour. And then as I've had nothing to do for the last couple of days, I've just been sitting in front of the couch like. Well, <laughs> no, I, I sat down on the couch two nights in a row. I I started a little bottle of, of whiskey and just took a few shots while I was watching it. It's a little smoke a little bit. And the next day, game time over again, like two, three, over the course of two, three episodes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I ain't mad at that By the time I was there watching the Jay both nights, I was nice and Lydia was like, let me take my ass to bed. <laughs> Man, the problem with doing that for me is, nigga, I'll watch that shit and not remember what the fuck happened. <laughs> well, you can't get trash. You just got to get a little nice. You know what I'm saying? You know what? That's my problem with weed, dog, is I just be getting obliterated every chance I get when it comes to smoking, dog. <laughs> 
hey, 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 the older you get, the less you're going to be able to get obliterated all of the time. So pace yourself, young sir. Probably not. With, well, definitely with drinking, because I don't even honestly, dog, with drinking, I don't even think. Oh, believe me, the weed too, dog. The weed too, because some of this weed is whoo. That's why you gotta smoke it all the time so you can get acclimated. That's hilarious because ah. we. I just told my friend this the like earlier today, like not even like an hour before we were on this call. He's he's like, yeah, this weed right now is too powerful. I was like, that just means you need to smoke it more often. That's all. <laughs> Listen, dog. That's yeah. You know, I'm glad you said that because that tells me you was raised right, dog. Because that. <laughs> I'm not a quitter, sir. I'm I'm, I'm gonna explain myself because if you um if you look at shit like that, like and you could you could all right if you're if you're working out and your your bones hurt, nigga, just work out more so you can get used to it. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing, nigga. If 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 some shit is hard, nigga, keep doing it so that you. It's I mean I know it's kind of like complete opposite or kind of like not really the same, but for the fucking sake of the argument, it is the exact same thing. Y'all niggas, if, if if this weed is too strong, y'all need to smoke some more, okay? That's all y'all need to do. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, any other jewels that you'd like to drop on these people today, sir? Listen, man. It's September uh, 20th, y'all. Uh, fucking COVID is still here. Uh, we fucking still here, thankfully, man. But, man, keep keep wearing y'all masks, man. Keep, uh, if you ask me, go get vaccinated. But if you don't ask me, then do whatever the fuck you want to do. You know what <laughs> I mean? Um, but but nonetheless, man, thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for rocking with us. Uh, just so y'all know, we we are going to have a, um, well, I think we're going to have an episode in between that. But uh, within the next week or so, we're going to also have a uh, CLB versus Donda debate featuring uh, two of my boys, my boy Drew and my boy uh, Carlos. Uh-huh. So it's definitely going to be, a nice debate going on. Uh, we've all been listening to it. We were wanting to give a little bit of time to not just go off of the hype of what people were saying online. And, and so, be forced to rush through it because it's a lot. Exactly. Like both it of these really albums are kind of long, but Donda especially. It really is a lot. Um, and, and again, you know, it's not going to be a, an ex, a super extensive review, but we'll definitely dive into some of our favorite songs, what we what we didn't like on the album, which I'm sure we all have a couple of things we didn't like on each album. But um, definitely, it's going to be cool to have just a different perspective also from two different people in here, Mm -hmm. uh, two other people from ourselves. So definitely uh, stay tuned for that and also just for our next upcoming uh, first first listens as well. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Well, you know where y'all can find us for your listening pleasure. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Spotify, Radio Republic, and Google Podcasts. You can find us on social medias, Instagram and Twitter, at HQ Podcast. And yes, 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 it is all spelled out. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know why I said that. Hey, it worked, nigga. It worked. And you can find us, uh, go to Facebook.com and search out Hip Hop Heads Podcast. You'll find us there as well. Yes, sir. On that note, we're going to get the fuck up out of here. We done took up all of y'all's day. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But again, also, thank you for listening. Uh, Remember to wash your hands, wash your ass. Remember to be good. And if you can't be good, please just be the best that you can be. If you can't do that, man, at least make your mama proud, goddammit. You're goddamn right. All right, we out of here. Love y'all. Peace. One and one. Tighten up, baby. Let's go Titans. (laughs) Let's do it. All right, peace, y'all.